Shut up and sit down. In a world where people like to podcast about things they'd like to talk about. I'm just playing. Now, this is what the Falk Show. I have a first name, like everyone else in the world, and I have a last name. My last name's Falk. It kind of sounds like a bad word that we all watched throughout our lives and uh, and heard. And I thought, hey, why not do something witty? It's kind of an icebreaker when I talk to people on set. Oh, what do you do a podcast? Oh, yeah, it's called What the Falk Show. That's my last name. That's what you have here. You're going to hear the last name Falk, and I'm going to use that in different, hopefully, witty ways. Falk this, Falk that. That was Falk and awesome. Basically, for any first-time listener out here, I've uh, my episode's been pretty sporadic the last few months. I've been working, I've been out of town. But I want to get back into it. And even if that means I'm not going to interview anybody, I'm just going to get on here and talk myself because as of now, it's still a free country. I have the mic. I pay for my subscription on SoundCloud. I have my laptop, so I want to talk about things. A little bit about me. What do I talk about? Well, I feel like I've had a pretty good life so far, thanks to my parents and the people around me. Obviously, I've made mistakes like everyone else, but the things I've loved throughout the way are movies, TV, and sports. Now, the movies thing was up to me as a kid. Every kid loves movies, but when I was young, say around six or seven, I would go visit my uncle, and he let me watch whatever I wanted. So I'd watch like the uh, Toxic Avenger movies. I'd watch Desperado. I'd watch any Eddie Murphy movie possible. I'd be watching like Scorsese. So I was I was uh, exposed to any movie I wanted to watch very early on, and I took it and ran. So after that, after I'd get home as I was older, I'd go to the library. I'd rent as many movies as possible. I'd always be a blockbuster. My father and my mother were also very into movies, and they would help with that, but never to my level. But they were into it enough to where it wasn't such a big family strife every time I wanted to rent a movie. And, uh, you know, I was that kid in a small town in Bakersfield, California, who uh, ended up with his close friends who love movies, we got to the point where we saw every movie in the theater. So uh, yeah, we didn't mess around. Could we have used that time for other more productive things? Probably like learning about the economy and world issues? Sure. But it didn't work out that way. Now here I am, 30 years old, been working in TV and film, whether it's on camera or off camera, the last seven years. Mostly been able to pay all my bills on time and rent. So, so far I've been making a living in this industry. I love it. It's the only thing I've ever known. It's the only thing I've ever wanted to do. So, you know, we started this podcast a few years ago, the What the Falk Show. I've mostly interviewed people in that industry and other interesting industries and kind of get some witty informational conversation and learn about them. And hopefully for me, I think about what I want to listen to. So I like to listen to things and podcasts when I'm playing video games or when I'm running or when I'm in the car. So I thought maybe I can make something for people to listen to when they're running in the car playing video games. So witty informational conversation. So in this episode here on the What the Falk Show, and by the way, you're listening through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, my parents' phone, and the text message I just sent you. And you know, Unabashedly, I am on all social media, whether I like it or not, at my WTF show. I'm, I'm, I'm usually more active on the Twitter than I, and, and then on the Facebook when I release an episode. I haven't, Snapchat isn't something I've really gotten into. Maybe I'm too old for that. I don't know. Instagram as well. I guess I just want more than just a photo and then more than just like a 30 second snap. So I don't know. I guess Facebook and Twitter just work a little. A little better for me. But here on the What the Falk Show, like I said, interviews, talk about movies, things like that. So I just got Movie Pass. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this Movie Pass, but basically, it's a thing that's been going on for a while. It used to be $30 a month. You pay $30 a month, and for any Movie Pass subscribed theater, you can see one movie a day the whole month. So you make your money back pretty quickly, even if you. You know, you pay the $30, but recently, a few months ago, they lowered it down to $9.95 for a month. And obviously, I was very, I was very intrigued, but I thought, wow, this is too good to be true. I, I, how could this be? For someone like me, I probably see about three to four movies a month. I don't get it. I only pay $9.99. I'm going to see four movies. Like, it makes no sense to me. They're going to lose money. The company was bought by a market research firm. Basically, their, their motivation is getting data 
and really trick you into spending more on concessions because you didn't pay for a ticket. I have a friend, Miguel. He's also on the show sometimes. He also works in the industry. You know him from a show called Below Deck. He was a producer on that. He has had it. We've gone to movies and he's used his movie pass, hasn't had any issues. So he got me one from uh, Christmas, got me a six month subscription, got my girlfriend one as well. I'm going to use my first movie pass today on the disaster artist starting James Franco. So you download the app. I have my card. It really came fast. It came like in 10 days. So the onslaught of subscribers after they changed the price, they've been able to, it looks like, increase their uh, their workforce since then and make it uh, more applicable to uh, subscribers and people out there who want to use it. So I'm waiting for my friend to come from No Bullshit, the at No Bullshit YouTube channel. He also comes on the show a lot. He has a really huge channel, so check out that if you want. It's a uh, It can be a little divisive, but uh, if you're interested in hearing ironic, what else would we say? Ironic and in-your-face commentary on what's going on in our country, I think uh, you might like No Bullshit. I don't like every video, but I like a lot of them. So it just depends on, you know, to each their own. You know, I'm not saying it's for you. I'm not saying it's not for you. Just check it out if you want. It's a huge channel on YouTube. A lot of people know about it. You might already know of this channel at No Bullshit. We're going to go watch the disaster artist. I'm going to use my movie pass. So I have to be within a hundred yards of the theater. Once I am, you have to use the app. I'm going to check in as all, if hopefully all goes well, I'm going to go to a person. I'm going to swipe my movie pass card. It's like a debit card. They give you it looks like a visa card. It already has the money on it. Swipe my card and hopefully just watch my movie without any issues. So, uh, you know, that's kind of it. This is going to be my commentary on movie pass. I'm going to go watch the movie in a little bit. We're seeing the four o'clock showing. We're going to come back. Myself and Brooks, or just myself, are going to talk about what we thought about the movie. But most importantly, I want to talk about this movie past. Because if this works, I think all of you should get on this as fast as you can until it until it goes up or until it stops working. Because it seems like a too good to be true scenario, but it continues to go. And more and more subscribers get on it and they're having good, good, good experiences. So uh, maybe it's just one of those good things. Maybe we're getting some positives in life. Now, The Disaster Artist. Any big time movie fan is going to know. And if you're listening to this show, you might be a big time movie fan. If not, it's okay. I, I want people like yourself to listen to because then I can show you movies that maybe you've never seen. And I love doing that. I've always been a dork like that. Like if I meet somebody and I, I hear them say a few movies they haven't seen, I think of particular ones like, man, this would be great. You should definitely check out this movie, just you. There's so many out there and maybe it speaks to you in a way it didn't speak to me. And maybe it gives you not necessarily answers for your life, but kind of gives you an idea of different decisions you can make. I'm not saying movies are things that we should live by, but all these different characters and circumstances and situations that happen in movies, I think they make for things that maybe we can learn from or kind of align to our own parallel experiences in our own life. So The Disaster Artist is based on possibly the worst movie of all time called The Room. It was directed by Tommy Wiseau. It starred Tommy Wiseau. Now, he is just an outlandish character. Like, you don't know where he's from. He's got a really heavy accent. He loves America. He probably is the worst football thrower I've ever seen. And me playing sports my whole life, it's hard for me because I see so many so-called actors on television, you know, in movies playing the quarterback or receiver, and you could tell... You know, we're playing basketball, and you can tell they don't have a, a single athletic bone in their body. He was one of those. When they're throwing the football in that movie, it's just awful. You can see they've never played any sports in their life. Anyways, uh, the movie is really over the top. It's just it's one of those B-moves that people love to drink to. You know, every time something stupid, you drink to it. So it's been infamous for almost 20 years now, 15, 20 years. It made a lot of money. And this mysterious character, Tommy Wiseau, comes out of nowhere. You know, he's told he can't he can't make any movies. No one's going to accept him. He doesn't really fit the Hollywood lifestyle or archetype that they want for a leading man. So he goes and he decides to make his own movie. That movie was awful, but in its infamy, becomes a household name, becomes super famous. Famous enough that James Franco later on, is making this new movie, The Disaster Artist, about the making of that movie. It's starring James Franco, his brother, Dave Franco, Seth Rogen, Paul Scheer, Brie Larson. So the whole Franco, Seth Rogen crew of friends are in this movie. It looks pretty interesting. I want to watch it. I think it's definitely something for any big-time movie fan. I'm excited to use MoviePass to watch it. For me, James Franco is kind of funny. I I think he's become a better actor throughout the years because I have a unique 
not relationship, but point of view on James Franco. Because my whole life, like I said, I've worked a lot on camera. My life as well in print as well as on camera. My whole life, good or bad, I've always been compared to like whoever the dark-haired, deep-set eyes actor was at that time, if that makes sense. Now, this isn't me tooting my own horn. It's just kind of how it's gone. So my whole life, it was like, oh, you look at Richard Gere. Tom Cruise, James Franco. So when Tristan and His Old came out, which was a movie he was in, he had long hair. It was kind of a medieval times love story movie. Everything I got whenever I was working or something was, oh, you look like James Franco, you look like James Franco, you look like James Franco. I actually would get dates from girls who love James Franco, who thought I looked like him. So they would go on dates with me for that. So I never thought he was a very attractive man, but you know, that's me. I'm So I, I didn't know exactly if that was a compliment or not. As I've gotten older, and if I get it, I'll consider it a compliment. For me, I've learned that when people say that I look like an actor, it's really their way of telling me the archetype they view me as. So whether they were watching Tom Cruise movies growing up, or Richard Gere, or James Franco movies, or uh, Ben Barnes from Chris, um, Prince Caspian, I remember I get that a lot, they're kind of just giving me an experience of they think that I remind them of that experience. So for me, I think that's kind of a big compliment. Thank you for, for thinking of me and and thinking of a time in your life. And also, you know, it brings up the fact that movies are so important that we use movies to kind of describe things. So I would also see somebody, I'm like, oh, you look like this actor or actress. And I think that's kind of our way of, of description in in kind of pop culture. So I have my own unique point of view on James Franco. That's one of them. He's uh, he's definitely become a better actor. I mean, an oddball out there, but you know, I thought he was going to get blacklisted just because he's so weird and out there. But no, his, his career is only skyrocketed and he's making his own projects like this. The interview was very divisive because it was about North Korea, but it was really funny. It was hilarious. And now you got this, the disaster artist, a very, a very media driven actor is taking on maybe the most media driven bomb in movie history at least in terms of indie movies. So we're going to watch that here on the With the Falk Show. Like I said, my name is Connor Falk. You know, this episode in a way is kind of me starting fresh. I uh, would usually interview people and I still will. It's just I want to find someone I'm genuinely, absolutely interested in and talk to them about things. It doesn't matter the industry. So when I find that person again, I will absolutely do interviews. Otherwise, I'm going to I'm gonna just talk about me. I'm not necessarily myself, but about the, my experiences and about the movies and TV shows I'm going to watch. And I'll give you my point of view on it. And ultimately, the logic I would do is because I think about what I would want. And if someone's going to watch a new show, say, for example, Future Man on Hulu, it's awesome, by the way. I would think, okay, well, can you give me some ideas of why it's awesome, why I should spend my time? Because there's so many TV shows and movies out there today, so many sports. Like, why should I choose this specific realm of entertainment? So if I think and I give my logic-driven, hopefully witty, informational, conversational way to describe these things, maybe you'll think, oh, well, nah, I don't want to watch it. Or yeah, okay, Connor has some good points. I'll go ahead and put some time in. My wife and I, my husband and I will go ahead and watch it. I'll let my kids see it. So things like that. That's it. We're not solving cancer here. We're not We're not fixing the world, unfortunately, even though I would hope that we can do both those things at some point. We're just talking about things I love and maybe you learn something about along the way. Maybe you have a different point of view. If you do, hit me up on Twitter, on Facebook, at MindsWTF Show. And uh, if you have any recommendations in terms of movies, TV shows, sports, video games, anything like that, let me know. So just a regular guy who uh, likes talking. always have. I did every oral language festival, every speech. You know, I was a psych major in college, so always been very social interpersonal communication, group communication, things that I've always, I, I think, strived in and and been comfortable with. So I'm comfortable enough to talk to you now. You're listening through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Director, my parents' phone, and the text message I just sent you at my WTF show on all things. Last name's Falk. Hope you have a fucking good night. And I'll be back in about two and a half hours to finish this up to talk about what I thought about the disaster artist. Thanks for listening. And I'm back, post-disaster artist, listening to the What the Falk Show. My last name is Falk. You're listening through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, my parents' phone, and the text messages I just sent you. Now, if you're one of those people in a social media, which if you're a human being on earth, you, there's a really good chance that you are, let's be honest. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at my 
WTF show. That's M Y W T F S H O W. So grammar for you there. Um, just watch the Disaster Artist with James Franco. Pretty uh, pretty solid movie. Uh, pretty funny. And I think even if you haven't seen what it's based on, The Room by Tommy Wiseau, you could still appreciate the kind of movie it is. I would say just maybe go check out like an honest trailers of The Room or maybe just do a little bit of research about what it is. It's basically one of those movies that ended up being so bad that it became famous, if that makes sense. And the central character, Tommy Wiseau, played by James Franco, is just a very outlandish and ambiguous character. And he still is in real life, which I think is part of why this movie is so kind of so popular and so infamous. The guy is so rich. We don't know why. The guy doesn't give his real age. We don't know why. He doesn't tell you where he's from. He says he's from America, but he's obviously not. I think you have an Eastern European kid who maybe grew up in like a rich family who just fell in love with the idea of America and all Americana-like things. So The Room, I've actually, I've seen it for drinking games. So it's like, drink anytime his accent is terrible. So you get pretty wasted in a movie like that watching The Room. The actors in this movie were we're all great, all on point. So many cameos, so many cameos I can't even name. I mean, you have Seth Rogen, James Franco, Dave Franco, Allison Brie, who else was there? Paul Shear, Josh Hutcherson, Zach Efron, who was actually pretty funny. Uh, Nathan, the guy from Nathan for you. So just a whole bunch of people in this. And you know, James Franco and Seth Rogen seem to know so many people. So there's always gonna be a lot of people in their movies. So Disaster Artist, I would definitely recommend it. And I think it's funny, even if you're not a fan of the movie industry, go ahead and check that out now. Now, the other matter I want to talk about was MoviePass. I talked about pre, pre-show pre a little bit about what MoviePass is, and then this is my first attempt at MoviePass. So let me get into my review and, and how that works. So I went to the theater. You have to be 100 yards from the theater to use your MoviePass. You have your MoviePass app. Once I got to 100 yards, I was cutting it pretty close. I'll be honest. I was like five minutes before the movie started. It said card processing on my account, my little app. When you go to MoviePass cards, card processing. And, you know, I already kind of worried that would be an issue and it wouldn't let me check in. When I tried to check in, it said, your account is in incorrect status to make a reservation. So obviously I was pretty pissed. But, you know, granted, I had only actually inputted my card number that I received a few days earlier into the app probably around like 11 a.m today. So I only gave it a few hours. So I would advise to go ahead and wait, give it like 12 hours if you can. So if you're going to see a movie that night at like eight, why don't you go ahead and and uh, put in your MoviePass card the night before or as soon as you wake up in the morning. I think it kind of needs some time to connect the MoviePass debit card you have with your app to do your check-in. So I would kind of give it up to that. So first I was pissed, obviously. I had to pay cash for movie pa- for um, the disaster artist. And, you know, that goes against what the reason reasoning of why you have a MoviePass. You know, the point is to not have to pay for it out of pocket. So I went ahead and paid cash. Obviously, I'm on my phone during the movie a little bit, trying not to be too uh, combative, but... And emailing them, say, hey, I need a refund for this ticket. You know, I, I don't get MoviePass to pay for movies. That's the whole point of using your app. And I go ahead and do the chat thing. And, I, and I'm, you know, obviously I'm just, okay, I'm gonna have to deal with this. And, uh, you know, about an hour into the movie, a very entertaining movie, I think, okay, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll look at my app again and see what's going on. At that point, when I check out the MoviePass card, it actually did have the numbers on there and it didn't say card processing. So I thought, hmm, maybe it's actually working now. Sure enough, there was a 5 p.m. disaster artist today. So I went ahead and just checked in for that one. They said to go get your ticket. So I said, sure, cool. So I went ahead. I went to the box office at this theater and I said, hey, can I get a refund? I kind of missed a bit of the movie, which, you know, granted, I kind of had because I was on my phone dealing with MoviePass. So they said, okay, so I got a refund for that. Got a refund for the four o'clock, got my cash back, and then used my movie pass for the five o'clock, and there were no issues. So all in all, you know, even though it started off kind of murky, it was it was a success. I was able to use my movie pass. You know, you just check in with the app. The app tells you go get your which movie tickets. I walked to the box office. I gave her my movie pass. She did her swiping and things like that, and, and it worked. And I got my ticket. So 
it was good. And so far, as far as I know, it works for every kind of movie. It won't do special engagements as in like, say, if the Christmas story is playing one day or Elf is playing one day at the theater, like any kind of special one-time engagements, it doesn't. But as far as I know, I am going to be able to use Thursday night or Friday for Star Wars. So, so far, Movie Pass for $9.95 a month. I mean, I already, if you think about it, the ticket for Pacific was $10.75. The Movie Pass is $9.95. So I already made some money back by using MoviePass. So I guess here on the What the Falk Show, we have a pretty positive review to start of MoviePass. We have a positive review of The Disaster Artist of James Franco. We have a positive review of MoviePass. So if you really want to gift, you know, gift something to a movie fan or you're a big movie watcher, I know December is going to be kind of packed, but then January might slow down a little bit. But if you're a cinephile overall, as I am, and it's a good chance if you've become a follower of the show, you see how much I talk about movies and sports, movies especially, then uh, MoviePass might be something for you. I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Again, it's been SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, my parents' phone, and the text messages I just sent you. Here on the What the Falk Show, I'm going to be interviewing people I find interesting. Mostly, they're probably going to be in entertainment, or if I can find people in other industries that would make for a good conversation, I'll do that as well. I'm also going to be talking just on my own. I'm going to be going solo, talking about different movies and experiences I've had, and, and hopefully that provides some witty informational conversation for your day. The goal is that you're playing video games, maybe you're going for a jog, you're stuck in traffic, or you're bored at school or work. I kind of provide some verbiage out there that makes the day not as bad, and maybe you learn some things along the way. So maybe you didn't know anything about The Disaster Artist, or you didn't really know what it was based on. Now you have an idea, and you're like, okay, maybe I'll go ahead and check that out. Or, no, fuck you, Connor. I'm not going to watch that. Or you were on kind of the, on the fence about getting MoviePass, and now, from my experience, you think, okay, I'll go ahead and get MoviePass, $9.95. What's the big deal? Or, you know what? That first initial issue he had, I don't want to deal with MoviePass. This is too good to be true. I don't want to fuck with this. So either way, that was kind of my goal this episode. Hopefully it did something. I fucking appreciate you taking the time to listen. And uh, for those who stuck around as followers and listeners throughout all my episodes, I think I'm up to like 70. I uh, I really appreciate the time. I'll talk to you soon. Hope to be doing a new episode with um, Star Wars, a Star Wars post and pre pre and post Star Wars review. I'll probably use at no bullshit creator, my buddy, for that. You can find his no bullshit YouTube channel. He's got a lot of uh, interesting things on there and a whole bunch of followers. So I'll talk to you soon. Have a nice Star Wars week and have a good last week of school or second to last week of school for any of you educators and people out there in education. For students out there, hey, you're almost done. Okay, it's almost Falcon Christmas or almost, I think it already is Hanukkah for Hanukkah people out there. I think Kwanzaa starts pretty soon as well. So happy holiday season. I'll talk to you soon. And uh, yeah, be good if you can.